Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. You just keep coming back. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. I told you Wednesday, man, I could smell something. You could smell something in the air and you guys rallied. That ain't easy, man. That's not easy. That's a good win. Yeah. I got a game ball. Yes, sir. I got a game ball. This game ball goes to a man who's grinded this thing out. Day in, day out. Everything it takes, man, heart and soul, for us and for you. Aaron Glenn! Let's go! Jalen Rose, I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What, what is dog? it that we, we do? Jalen Rose, the Detroit Lions hosted the Green Bay Packers Whoa. led by Aaron Rodgers. And you know what happened next. It was the Lions defense frustrating Rodgers all game long. Jalen, how good does it feel to be a Lions fan today? Da, 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 da. Another one bites the dust. Da, 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 da. You remember when Aaron Rodgers, what, what did he do this offseason again? When he Iowa went to Oscar. Peru? Gotcha. And he talked about owning the division. You just asked me a couple of weeks ago who owned the division this year, and I was like, Minnesota. And then they took Hawkinson from us. And it broke my heart. It was a tough week going into the game. And then all of a sudden, Kirby Joseph decided to turn back the hands of time. And my Lions picked off Aaron Rodgers three total times. Two in the red zone. Had him out there looking dusted and disgusted. Had him out there looking frustrated, mad. And the other thing about Aaron Rodgers is they in trouble. Mm-hmm. They in trouble. And when you've lost five in a row at this point of the season for a team that was 13-3 and three the last couple of years. And look at that. I, hey, dog, let me tell you something. That throw right there, I'm a lefty and all, but I bet I could have threw it better with my right hand than that. Like, seriously, like, like I, you got I'm in Detroit right now, everybody, representing the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy, where I'll be in studio with my brother, David Jacoby. But you know what else we doing? We celebrating the Lions. We're celebrating Dan Campbell. And I got to say something to my coach before I get to my quarterback. He says he's never seen anything like this. That's the delusion of a Lions fan. He's been around the game his entire life. He even played in the NFL, and you ready? He even played for the Lions. And let me tell you something else. He said he didn't smell nothing like this before. That's because it's not legal in Michigan. It's legal. That's Megatron. It's legal. So Dan Campbell 
I'm happy for Eric Glenn, our defensive coordinator. Anytime your defense is struggling the way ours has off season, giving up to so many points and losing so many games. When you have that type of performance against Aaron Glenn, uh, against Aaron Rodgers, he deserved the game ball. Well, we will talk about the Packers and the dumpster fire this franchise has turned into seemingly overnight. But we celebrated the Lions defense. But let's talk about your guy, Jared Montana, Mr. Rose. Let's talk about your guy, Jared Montana, the game manager. So let's just... Let, 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 you're underestimating the headline in Detroit today. You're underestimating the headline say Montana outduels Rogers. <laughs> the, you know what I'm saying? And a small print that says Jared in front of his name. And if you want to talk about my quarterback, and he almost missed that throw. He really that guy did. Was extremely wide open. <laughs> extremely wide open. It was, but you know what, Jacoby? On a normal Lions weekend, those be the plays that we don't make. The wide open guy in the end zone that we don't anticipate to throw. And look at my guy out dueling Aaron Rodgers, Jared Montana. And you know what I need to do? Let me tell you what I believe I need to do. What's up? Shout out to my guy, Wheezy F. Baby, Lil Wayne, and... I appreciate him not only for being one of the GOATs as it relates to his bars, but I consider him friends and family. He just had a birthday. He's not happy with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-mm. He's not happy with Aaron Rodgers. And that's his team. And you know what? When I wake up today and I'm happier with Jared Montana than he is with Aaron Rodgers, it's not a good day in Green Bay. No, Jalen, and you are a diehard Lions fan. It's a big Monday morning for all diehard Lions fans. But you know that I am a die-easy Bills fan, Mr. Rose. And (laughs) I had a lot of my gambling action tied into what would be an easy win against the Jets in Buffalo. Of course they're going to beat the Jets. In my opinion, the Bills are the best team in football and I'm part of the Bills Mafia, and Jalen Rose, it did not go well for Josh Allen. He did not play well. I want to give the Jets defense a lot of credit, but they kind of dominated Josh Allen in this one, and Josh had the ball with a chance to drive down the field and at least tie it up, and they they made easy work of the Bills offense in this one, Jalen. Well, here's the thing, and I want to shout Robert Salah, fellow Michigander, who's gone to the Jets and turned around their culture and gave them a defensive identity to run the football, keep the turnovers down, pressure the opposing quarterback, and make timely plays. And when you're going against Josh Allen, who many consider your quarterback to be the best guy in the game, and you can force him into five sacks and two picks, that's going to give your team a chance to win. And so you can look at Zach Wilson and how he's managing the game, and you don't need him to get big numbers. But what you need the defense to do is pressure Josh Allen. And mm-hmm. that's what they were able to do. And like you, there ain't many people that woke up yesterday that would bet their hard-earned money that the Jets would beat the Bills. And no. that took place. Great win for a 6-3 team that's on a bye. Look at those AFC East standards. Miami and Tua as well playing great football in the AFC East. At the start of the season, you told me that the AFC East looks like the best 
division in football halfway through the season. I would have never believed you, but here we are. Big win for the Jets. Hopefully we get a bounce back for the Bills. Jalen, I have a simple question for you. Where are my homies, Jalen? Where are my homies? Last night's Sunday night game was a tight game, a physical game, and it didn't look like Mahomes had it, to be honest with you, against the Titans. But in the end, he gets the run. He gets the two-point conversion. He gets his team to overtime and gets them the game-winning field goal, followed by a stop. Jalen Rose, are you encouraged or discouraged by how much trouble the Chiefs had with the Titans? I'm definitely encouraged, no doubt about it. And as I watch this game, it's continuing to be head scratching to me while Eric B. Enemy hasn't gotten a blank check to coach somebody's football team when Matt Rule has been in and out of the NFL and he did get one. With that being said, Patrick Mahomes, when you talk about great throwers of the football, that's one thing. And a champion and an MVP, and it doesn't matter at what point of the game. The Kansas City Chiefs are can never be counted out as the Buffalo Bills last year in the playoffs. With that being said, the way he runs the ball with pace, it seems like you can't speed him up. Almost like Luka in the half-court offense. It looks like he's surveying the field, and he looks like, why didn't I get him to the floor, to the floor, to the ground? And all of a sudden, he d- dishes and he finds a way to pay dirt and timely runs also runs late in the game for a touchdown run late in the game for a two-point conversion when his team needed him the most i believe he threw the ball what 58 times oh i think 68 or something yeah yeah, 68 times he threw the ball 68 times (laughs) He, he hit his trainer after the game and canceled today's workout he threw the ball 68 times and he led the team in rushing and I'm happy for Juju. And Mm. here's the one thing I want all young players to pay attention to. As you grow and mature in the league, it's like being a youngster in life. You can't be doing the same stuff at 13 that you was doing at eight years old. You can't be doing the same thing at 16 that you was doing at 13. Can't be doing the same thing at 21 that you was doing at 16. And Juju Smith-Schuster has matured. You don't see him out there doing TikTok videos and posting them. You don't see him after the game going live in the locker room while the coaches um, just wrapping up a speech. And so going to Pittsburgh, leaving Pittsburgh humbled him in a lot of ways. And so when you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, they lost Claypool in the trade. Now Juju, now you know they're not going anywhere this year. And so I'm happy to see the way he's performing. But I have to say this. Is Travis Kelsey to go that tight end? And I don't mm. mean to dismiss nobody. Now, here's what I mean. I grew up watching like the Keller Winslow's, the, 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 the Tony Gonzalez, the Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp. And, and, and what I mean, I'm naming those guys because those were the high reception tight ends. This is after like the Billy Joe Dupree's and the Doug Cosby's, the guys that you know, didn't get high volume as it related to attempts. But what I'll tell you about Travis Kelsey and shout to Gronk, who definitely deserves to be mentioned in this conversation as a game-changing tight end. And so many don't be missed when you're trying to do a list. But the way he runs routes and outruns D-backs, outruns linebackers, it ain't always on time on target. 
He throw, catches balls from behind. He's running through traffic. He's breaking tackles. He's inspiring this team. Like Travis Kelsey is an ultimate weapon in the NFL. And the Kansas City Chiefs are a joy to watch. But I can't lie. It's good to see King Henry back. Jalen. King Henry is back running with a King bench. Henry had a, every time that Henry was on the sideline, I was wondering why he wasn't in the game. It is now time for a signature segment, cultural or regional. Let's go, go. <laughs> People of Philadelphia had a tough weekend. They lost the World <laughs> Series to the Astros, and this man challenged himself to eat 40 chickens one a day for 40 days, put out this flyer. And at the bottom it says, this is not a party. This is a serious endeavor for this man. And Jalen Rose, <laughs> the people of Philadelphia, they showed up and they showed out to watch this man eat a rotisserie chicken. Again, this was his 40th day of eating a full rotisserie chicken every single day. Look at the hundreds of people that showed up to celebrate this man's accomplishment, Mr. Rose. Cultural or regional, showing up to celebrate someone eating 40 chickens in 40 days. So here's how I'll answer. Let's look deep, deep, deeper in the audience. And do you see anybody look like me? Like, I, I, I'm looking. I'm looking. I, you know what I'm saying? So this is definitely cultural. I'm happy for anybody that makes a goal, stick to the goal. In this case, eating rotisserie chickens every day. The shirt that he's wearing I want everybody that's watching Jalen and Jacoby to ask yourself, what do you call that? It's an undershirt. I retired the other term that people started to use in reference to the tank top that he's wearing right now. But this is definitely cultural. This is definitely cultural. And I will also say this, rotisserie chicken, great value. You go to the, you go to the grocery store, you get a full chicken for like five, six dollars. Great value, great value. However, I love a rotisserie chicken. I will not eat one a day for 40 days. Jalen Rose, <laughs> I counted Tom Brady out. My man was dealing with a divorce. The Bucks looked bad. They were down against the Rams, but the GOAT did what he does and led them down the field for a win. We'll discuss that and much more right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With 44 seconds to go, Tom Brady will try to engineer a come-from-behind fourth-quarter drive to win a ball game. I'm most, most glad I was counted out. Evans wanted the flag, and there it is. Pass interference at the goal line. With 13 seconds, you have to throw. Get ready for the Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Bucks win the old-fashioned way with a touchdown with nine seconds left. That was awesome. That was f***ing awesome. Get ready for me. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby coming to you live from the seaport and brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron and Tom Brady. 
with 44 seconds left, Mr. Rose takes his team, needing a touchdown all the way down the field, gets that touchdown. I had counted Tom Brady out. Was it too early to count out Tom Brady and the Bucks? He was doing gold things in the game yesterday, and my fellow Michigan alum has the world spoiled. Anytime you win seven championships and you just amass a hundred thousand yards passing, we're not used to watching you struggle mightily. And there have been moments this season as an offense they have, as a player that he has, the running game was tragic going into yesterday's game. And yesterday's game seemed to be a graduation of those struggles. But Tom Brady on the final drive of the game. And by the way, I don't know if the defensive coordinator for the other squad had money on the game, but all I know is they still retreating. They still <laughs> backing up. You know, Fournette catching the ball, no big deal. With Sean McVay, I love the defending Super Bowl champ when we start talking about the genius of great coaches around the game. They got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Tom Brady's on the final drive, and they in retreat letting Miller and Fournette catch the ball. And all of a sudden, Evans gets the pass interference, they're in range, and then Tom Brady closes the deal. It's almost like when I show up at the show and I don't have my signature background of immortal. There are gonna be people that's looking at the show right now like he don't have a cut, he don't have his immortals. What is wrong? It's because I got y'all spoiled. And now since so many people have been able to try to often imitate but never duplicate, when you see me, you miss it. It was great to see the greatness of Tom Brady return in the flesh. I don't, people aren't even going to think they're watching Jalen and Jacoby because you're not wearing the Harry Carey shades. But we have to move on <laughs> to the Vikings, who only have one <laughs> loss on the season. But Jalen, they barely beat the Commanders. Why do I still not believe in this Vikings team when they have only one loss and the second best record in the NFL? Justin Jefferson with the pregame flow. Here's why. Each year, Minnesota finds a way to not win the big game when it matters most. And this is coming from a Lions fan that watches them in the division. And they've had some of the all-time great players and teams. They had something happen in their history that only could be Lionesque. The Randy Moss team with Chris Carter and Jake Reed that had Randall Cunningham under center had a chance to kick a field goal to go to the Super Bowl. And their field goal kicker, who hadn't missed one all year, missed it that day. Look at that this. happened to Kirk the Lions Cousins. before. And so now look at Kirk Cousins, who don't turn down no bread. He looked like you, dog. Living his best life. Can't do drip, drip, drip. I wonder if that's one player's chain or multiple Everybody's, player's chain that they allowed him to rock. But we saw this last year with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I believe, for the year before. It's always great to see the quarterback under center behave like one of the guys. 
It's always great. What dance is that? Have you ever done that before? I don't know. But while you're doing this, I'm going to be doing this. That's all I know. Jalen Rose, there's so much happening over the weekend in both the NBA and the NFL. But whenever Victor Wembanyama does something special, we're going to put it on the screen and Marvel edit. And this weekend was no different. This is just one play, one singular play that encapsulates everything that is so exciting about Victor Wembanyama. Look at this play, Jalen. Seven foot four, seven foot nine wingspan. Mm. Can dribble, can pass, can shoot. Rim protect, block shots. And here's the thing I'll say about that shot, Jacoby. He did it so effortless, and it, and I appreciate his skills so much. But Victor, I got to tell you something. You get into the NBA, the first time you need one of your opponents in the midsection and you shoot that three, you're going to probably have to put that back in your bag. Because that ain't gonna go over well when you start playing against grown men and you start to stick your knee into that area of their body. But in all honesty, this is why he's going down as one of the greatest prospects that the NBA draft has seen. I love Victor Wimbanyama so much. And somewhere Danny Ainge is watching the Jazz win two games this weekend. Like, did y'all see this play from Victor <laughs> Wimbanyama? What are y'all doing going out and winning games? We have a lot more to discuss, and we will get to it right after this very short break. Wednesday doubleheader starts with the battle for New York. The Knicks going across the river to take on the Nets at 7.30. And then it is the battle for Los Angeles where the Lakers will take on the Clippers. It all starts at 7 p.m. with NBA Countdown. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Every single day we have this platform. What do we do? We sadly acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner is still now detained. 263 days, so we here at Jalen and Jacoby with your speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, we had the World Series over the weekend. We had some great games in the NFL, and we had a full slate of NBA action all weekend, but none of that was as important as what sporting event? We going back to back. We going back to back. Congratulations, Greater Atlanta Christian Volleyball Squad and my daughter, Jeannie Sophia Grace Rose, a.k.a. Gracie, who's not only a back-to-back -back champion, but a terrific student, teammate, and leader. I want to shout out her mom, Mari, her brother, Ladarius, her sister, Mariah, my fam, for being there to represent her every step of the way, her great teammates, her great coaching staff. And this is only her junior year, Jacoby. So we oh. going for a three-peat. This is only her oh. junior year. Oh. The sky's the limit for her potential and her work ethic. I'm really proud of her. Congratulations to Gracie. Jalen, you are no longer the only state champ in the family. We will be back <laughs> tomorrow and every single day, ESPN2 at 4 p.m. Thank, Thank you so much for tuning in. You are far too kind. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. We're going to have to do a rushed pod exclusive today. Jalen Rose is at places undisclosed with a very busy schedule. We're going to hit on some of the games we did not get to touch on during the TV portion. The Dolphins look great. Tua look great. Waddle, Hill, open 100% of the time. But I walked away from their win against the Bears thinking that Justin Fields 
is the quarterback of the future for the Bears. He ran for a regular season record 168 yards. There's a lot of question marks about Fields coming into this season. He has convinced me that he is the person for that spot in that city. What about you, Mr. Rose? Off the top of the dome, I believe the playoff record either is Michael Vick or Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Russian during the game. Yep, yeah, Kaepernick. Um, but for regular season, I was surprised that that was the record. Watching so many great Russian quarterbacks who are dual threats, Randall Cunningham, Michael Vick come to mind. I thought that someone would have eclipsed that by now. And let's just own it. We've already, and shout to Jim McMahon, coined that Justin Fields is the greatest quarterback in the history of the Bears. We already coined that. He's going to be the guy that throws for 4,000 yards. And I know it's 17 games now, so that's a little skewed. He's going to be the guy to throw for 30 touchdowns. That has to happen. But in all honesty, I was happy to see the team <clears throat> try to add to their offensive weaponry by going to get Clay <clears throat> Chase Claypool. Mm -hmm. But that run that Justin Fields did, the long run for the touchdown, like the 60-plus-yard run, I believe, that was incredible athleticism, endurance. And you're right. He has solidified himself as somebody that the Bears should really be looking to build around. Absolutely. The couple games we're not even going to discuss. We're just going to recognize the Bengals wax the Panthers. The Panthers are bad. The Colts put up three points. Three points against the Patriots in Foxborough. The Colts are very bad. I do not expect Frank Reich to be their head coach for much longer. Now, Jalen, the Raiders were ahead 17 to nothing against the Jaguars. And I said to myself, I don't believe in this Raiders team. So I took out my little gambling app and I sprinkled a little <laughs> bit on a, on a potential comeback at that moment when they were down 17 to nothing. And Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, they came all the way back winning 27 to 20. There's a lot of hype about the Raiders going into the season. What has gone wrong for them? You pay attention to trends because that was the third time the Raiders have been up in the first half at least 17 points and went on to lose the game. And as somebody that's heavily invested in Josh Jacobs' fantasy output and watching the Raiders and thinking that once they got Josh McDaniel, they will move up and down the field, it's only happening in the first half. Devontae Adams had almost 150 and two TDs in the first half. They were trying to trade Waller. It didn't happen. I thought that they would be able to put two great halves together with Derek Carr on the center, and they just haven't been able to do that. And to your point, it's to be anticipated. So I'm glad you profited off of the Raiders giving up that lead. One of the problems about sports gambling is when you do something like that, you're like, why didn't I bet more? You know what I mean? Even when you win, you're like, I should have bet more. It's like when you bring your bet down in blackjack and then get a blackjack. It's like, I should have bet more yeah. on that. I knew they were going to win. Quickly, we'll get to the rest of the games. We have the... Remember last year we were the Cardinals News Network? We were so invested in Kyler Murray and D-Hop and all of that. Now, the Cardinals don't look great. They lost to the Seahawks, which are a great story. But I want to know what you think about Kyler Murray and D-Hop yelling at each other on the sideline. It happens. I remember Kyler yelling at Cliff Kingsbury and who was the person that came to break it up. D-Hop. Frustration. And... I gauge success by realistic expectations. So when the Bucks and the Rams struggle, 
I remind myself that they just won the Super Bowl. When the Cardinals struggle, it ain't a good look. Um, and I and, and I truly believe Jacoby. It's a frustration of D Hop's return. You trade for Robbie Anderson. You think he's going to be a productive player. I think where we're headed is change at the coaching position as it relates to the Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury got the job initially to highlight the strengths in that offense of Kyler Murray. And that that should be the strength of their offensive squad in particular. And when you got D-Hop back and you're three and six now, I believe something's gonna be, something's gotta change. And I believe after this season, it'll probably be the head coach. I think three people that we discussed, Frank Wright, Cliff Kingsbury, and potentially Josh McDaniels in Las Vegas um, will all be evaluated after this season if they make it to the end of the season. Let me say something about Frank Wright. As somebody that um, played a long time in Indy, spent time around Jim Ursay, and I know that fan base. He made them believe that he can make it work with any quarterback these last few years. And they believed him. That was a mistake. When in the NFL have we seen a team change quarterbacks every year and be successful? The team, the thing that really set their franchise back is Andrew Luck retiring based on his injuries. And ever since then, you get a Jonathan Taylor who's an elite player dealing with some injuries this year, but you can't have Phillip Rivers at quarterback one year, then he retires, and you keep re- recycling veteran quarterbacks and think that's going to put you in position for success. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers have all been under center for the Colts recently. We have one more game to get to, and that is the Chargers beating the Falcons without some of their offensive weaponry. The Chargers have been a little bit snake bit this season by injury. Coming into this year, a lot of people had them as a contender or a Super Bowl pick. If they get healthy, could you see this team making a playoff run? Yes, because they're talented, in particular on defense. When you add a guy like Khalil Mack, who made a big play snatching the ball away um, and, and, and running up the sideline yesterday. Absolutely. You know how much I love Derwin James and Austin Eckler also, who found pay dirt. Um, the key is going to be, can they get Keenan Allen back healthy? If he can come back healthy and be a version of himself, I think that will catapult them to potentially plan towards their potential when they get to the playoffs. But they're going to need him. Yep, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are key receivers that are out for them this week. And we have a lot more to discuss. We're going to get to it tomorrow. A lot of NBA covered for tomorrow. And, of course, we'll go through the Monday Night Football action. We appreciate you all who join us on the podcast exclusive. And we will be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step to. Why is that, Jalen? Anthony Rose. Congratulations, Jeannie Sophia Grace Rose, on your back-to-back championships at Greater Atlanta Christian. I'm really proud of you. Let's see if we can three-peat next year. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done.